We can have it. Oh, Whenever I get stuck talking to Gary Kubiak, it's like, <laughs> ugh. Well, it would him. bore you to death. So that would, there's that. He's been defensive this week. We'll talk about it. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where we believe in Santa and that the Broncos will go to the playoffs. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. Yeah! I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, the hardest working man in Denver sports media, Jake Marsing, yeah. and you. Baby, eight five, hey, eight five, eight five, hey, eight five. That's so good. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. South Denver fan cast, baby. It's cold outside, and Ooh, it's uh, cold in here. Yeah, it's cold in here. But you know what? It's still you can at least layer up as opposed to in the summertime when it's just unbearable and you just can't even be in here because we we passed out before and someone had to drag our bodies out because we were trying to provide a show and we were we were dying it was so hot you know that song uh, baby it's cold outside you, you the, you've heard they're trying to make it less rapey it's it's pretty rapey everyone rapey. Yeah, there is a new there is a new uh version of the song i heard it the other day and uh, it implies consent oh so, so it is less rapey it's a little less, a little rapey. less rapey so she says at one point she says oh, is there is what's in my drink and then, and then he's, he's like, "It's roofies." <laughs> he says, "It's roofies." Would you like to take them? And it's she's okay. Like, yeah, I, okay. I inflated the air mattress. Okay, cool. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, as long as long as there's consent, I think they could they could they could touch that. It, up it's a bit. cute. It's it, it's cute. I, I thought it was going to be one of these uh, social justice warrior PC Facebook things, but it really what it is is a tongue in cheek. Uh, kind of tilt at it, and it's well, fun. It's well, fun. everyone, everyone wants to get laid, and sometimes you know you gotta you gotta try to try to work your angles. I, I, I think if you listen to the original song and you think it's rapey, you're just being hypersensitive. You're being a little hypersensitive. I kind of took advantage of the situation, but yeah. uh, she never said no. It's true because she could especially said, not with her eyes. It's because she could have said, "Hey, look, asshole, I don't care how cold it is outside. I'm out of here. Okay? Get fucked. Yeah, get yeah. fucked." Hit the bricks, pal. You take me home, or I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go call somebody. Gonna to get an Uber to pick me up I right now. I just don't know. Yeah, so I just don't know. It's it's great Maybe though I that shouldn't. you know because a couple of years ago I remember you know that was kind of when everyone kind of went hey isn't that kind of rapey and then now it's like people point out you're like yeah yeah we've we've already covered this um it's like it's like the Die Hard being a Christmas movie uh, suddenly people are on top of that it's like people have been talking about that for years so let's not let's not all of a sudden bring that up. You think Die Hard's Christmas? I didn't say I think it is. Okay, or I don't not. think so. It's it it is it is it takes place in Christmas takes, time. Yeah, it takes place you know. during Christmas. So but it could it's not be a technically Christmas a Christmas movie. Movie is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Home no. Alone's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, hey, but you know who isn't a piece of shit? It's Jake Marson. Oh, yeah. hey. Sup, guys? Jake, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. John, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Welcome, welcome back. We like having you in here. Um, you're a breath of fresh air for the for these old men who only uh, breathe breathe out stinking rotten um, fumes, and um, <laughs> it's good to have you. And, and we can uh, we can uh, uh, tap your your sports mind to see what's going on in the uh, in the world of Denver sports, which there's a lot going on, believe it or not. So if you'll notice, I'm wearing I'm wearing my my Rocky 
Yankees hat because they um, seem to be the most relevant team yeah. at the they moment. Desmond, I had a long conversation with Troy today about Ooh, those guys. Okay, cool. Got well, some insight. Well, let's let's talk about that in a little bit. But I, I think they're the only team that that's that's looking up at this point. Let's put it that way. So I'm uh, fully behind the Rockies because I can't wear the gear of any other teams because um, they're so sad and pathetic. Uh, Broncos, not so much. We'll talk about the Broncos. We'll kick that can down the road. Um, but uh, we're, we're glad to be back uh, talking to you folks again. And uh, I teased it today, Colin, and I, I think we need to like bring it up. I, if are you familiar with the um, the the shit account uh, tournament that goes on every year? The shit account shit, tournament. Yeah, the shit account tournament. What they do is it's called the shit account. I don't know what the the Twitter thing is, but they make a a NCAA basketball style bracket. And they put all these horrible like Twitter accounts of just all these awful blowhards, and they have them compete against each other, and everyone votes, and they find out who is the most shit account of the year. And um, and it's all it's all people who are you know a lot of people you probably know you probably you see people retweet them they're awful people. So um, I'd start thinking, and I said, why don't we do the worst Bronco fans um, uh, bracket? And uh, and we can I started asking for some suggestions, and uh, I think we should maybe hash out. Who the who the people should be, and we'll get it, and then we'll start running polls. We'll do start doing polls. That's how the yeah, shit account does. Yeah, you I'm gonna, start I'm gonna run up and down some polls, and uh, then we can really get to the bottom because there's some real choice people out there. But but we can get we can get in that a little bit. So um, but uh, I just wanted to bring that up because it's a uh, something I've been looking to do. I think and, it'd be and, a good. And I'm looking forward to that as well. And I have some nominees. I do. I think you're gonna feel like came out completely out of left field. But, okay. Uh, before we get too hot and heavy, I want to blow a little smoke up of Jake Marsing's oh ass. Ben, get up on the table, Jake. Um, I'm happy to. I'm happy to take it, Kyle. Oh yeah. I uh, know you just uh, you are everywhere, my man. It seems like it seems like uh, uh, you are you are busy, 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 and you're putting in the work. And it's something that uh, I know we all respect and love to see. And you you're I, I know for a fact that that uh, nothing you're doing right now is making you a millionaire in the moment. <laughs> that uh, you are investing a lot of time into something that you are very passionate about and knowing. And I do know that running in the circles you run in right now has an early cost. I wonder, I mean, talk to our listeners just briefly about, about what you're doing and, and uh, what you have to do to sustain yourself in the pursuit of this dream. Uh, I'm working a lot. Uh, that seems like a big, heavy thing to start off with, but I'm doing what I can, man. I'm working on Vic Lombardi's show in the morning, Altitude Sports AM 950. Give that a listen. Uh, Vic's happy, uh, kind enough to have me on uh, that show. A Does he bit. make you go to his house? No, oh, that's, no, that's, that's he. Good. Oh, they have an actual the right studio he goes to. Yeah, we have a studio on Colorado Boulevard that he comes to, and then he does probably two to three shows a week from his house. But he comes in about half the week, usually day after oh, Nuggets games. Chip. Hey, Vic, don't break a sweat hey, or anything. No, buddy. no, that Jesus. guy. You talk about hardest working guys in Denver sports. That guy is the hardest working guy in Denver sports. That guy works his butt off, and he's. And he does it, which is what's awesome about Vic is that he does it, and he's still the most talented guy in the room, and he still works harder than everybody else, which is which is awesome. Absolutely, which is great yeah, that say. that is accurate. And after a Nuggets game, he has an hour long show. He's so he's where so he, frustrated. he has to like it has to be good. He makes it yeah. good, and, and he's he's having to. That's tough. He's the and the Nuggets are not making his job any easier either. No. They're no, they're they're uh, well, they're not making anyone's life. Better no, not and, and by any stretch. Opposing I, teams. Opposing yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I came in here first time I came in here. I told you guys I thought the Nuggets were going to be a playoff team, and uh, was not correct on that. 
they need to they have a lot of things they need to do but uh yeah i'm i'm working hard i'm doing that also 5280 sports network working with them uh writing mostly last couple weeks have been mostly podcasts and videos but uh did a piece today bill belichick at his conference call with the denver media fascinating conversation with that guy so i wrote a about a feature on that you can go check out on the site i i, I read that today and i uh, thought that was very good and i forget that he was here in yeah. denver so that's uh he seemed to be uh it was a warm spot was he like y'all got so? legal weed now <laughs> <laughs> y'all got you all got craft brew the thing about belichick is he will like he hates this he hates everything about being a football coach except being a football coach so he'll he'll he hates the media obligation but he also was really smart about it everything he does is an act so he will, like you ask him about recent history, like, hey, in the last three weeks, you guys have looked, you guys have looked great. Everything's going well for you. Talk about that. He won't answer those questions because for him, it's all about the next game. But if you say, hey, Coach Belichick, in 1978, you were an assistant with the Denver Broncos for a season. What do you remember about that? What did you learn from that? He, I, I swear to God, he gave me nearly four minutes on that, on the conference call today, nonstop, just and I felt bad for the other guys on the call because it was ridiculous. Yeah, so that, that was your question then. That was, that was yeah. I asked him. I asked. Him I loved that. it. D Mac asked him, "What is the Patriot way?" And he he said, "I don't know. That's not a term I use." That's <laughs> great. Really, never thought about it. See, anyway. and, and I and I think you're right about him like that. And it is handsome Tom week. Let's not let's not deflect. It is handsome Tom. Well, week. And, is, and I want to touch on the handsome we, Tom. We, oh, I want to touch on it. The the faux homoeroticism in Denver sports talk radio about. Tom Brady is hilarious. These guys finally have the opportunity to talk like gay men, and they're relishing it. Why? Like who? Oh, especially Mike Evans and uh, Mark Slareth. They're who? they're all about. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all about how handsome. Well, I was going to. Um, Tom Brady is. Well, and hold just on, talk hold on. The handsome thing that that that's me and Paul Klee. Uh, we started that, and and Paul Klee says it all the time. So again, Scott. More, more people rip, ripping us off. So um, sure, I, I, I heard uh, Clee with Vic Lombardi mm-hmm. this week, and uh, I think Vic asked him, uh, you know, how, how he controlled himself during uh, he, the last game. He said he like he had to close the doors and shutter the windows. He did. It was great. <laughs> well, listen, um, you know, I I I had some uh, some very intimate photos of uh, me and Tom Brady, and I don't know if you guys saw him, um, but I did. But um, I, I sent those to Paul because I, I didn't think he saw them just because he's a busy man. And uh, he was very stoked to receive those. So let's just put it that way. I think he wished he was in the photos with with, uh, with Tom instead of me. But um, no, no. But back to Belichick, though, um, that he yeah, he he can't stand it. If he could just be left alone, he'd probably be the happiest guy on earth. Just if he didn't have to bother with anybody, just go do his job, not have to talk to anyone. Um, but he's supposed to be a very smart guy, supposed to be a very funny guy. Yeah, and it's just too bad because he he acts like to the media, and I and I get this, like when the when the Super Bowl media day and the dude dresses a banana is <laughs> is dancing around asking questions. You're just like fuck off. That's how he acts towards the media, and I get it. I I don't I wouldn't want to talk to him either. And um, it's really just too bad because I don't think we really see we don't we don't get no kind don't. of what what you what he really is. We, about, we should have about. Jake grill you after the podcast as a member of the media. Really, what do you think about tonight's effort on the fan cast? It didn't seem like your best work. <laughs> Uh, I'm just I'm just really thinking about the next one. I don't really care about what I just did. <laughs> just yeah. just on to the next one. No, uh, Belichick. The thing uh, you're exactly right, John. Like everything is an act. And Chad Brown, who played for him, has talked about this. Devin McCourty today, the other guy who talked on the conference calls for the Patriots, talked about this. Uh, he is 
all about the next game. He's consistent. Consistency is his motto. But he's also can be really funny. Can be great to be around. And I would, I, I, I kind of, I kind of hate it that now, we don't on. get to see more of now, that out on. of him. Peyton Manning funny, or are we talking like, um, uh, you know, Adam Kate and Holland funny? Like, you know, Peyton Manning's supposed to be hilarious, and it's kind of like. Everyone laughs at Peyton Manning's jokes because yeah, he's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, when I pause, you're supposed to laugh. That's, that's yeah, the thing yeah, with Peyton. Yeah. So what kind I, of funny was that? I, I don't know because I've never seen it. Because, hmm. I cause rare, I mean, you see it a little bit. Uh, there was an ESPN special, I think, or or a, a football life yeah, on yeah, the yeah, NFL yeah, Network yeah, 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 where yeah. They, they exposed some some levity and showed him at parties kind of cutting loose and having a good time. Um, I, I definitely think he is a, a mystery in a conundrum and – the way he handles the media is it kind of pisses me off because I hate the Patriots. But if I liked the Patriots, I'd probably think it was awesome. Yeah. Let's go read that piece. 5280 um, Yeah. Check it out. Check out Jake's uh, check out Jake's piece, as I like mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. back to Handsome Tom. It is Handsome Tom week. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely cover some Broncos a little bit. But, um, you know, it's 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 something that, you know, we've talked about how handsome Tom is for years and years. And now people are finally catching up. Um, he's very handsome, but he's. It, Above his handsomeness is how good of a quarterback he is, and um, it's gonna you know it's always good to watch him play. He's fantastic. He just keeps getting better. He, he does. He just keeps he does, getting it's, freaking it's, it's better. So it's so obnoxious. He doesn't. Yeah, it's infuriating. It's obnoxious. But you know what? You're but right. I, as much as I as much as I hate the Patriots, um, he is he's he's great to watch. And I you know as a watching a player do that so well is is great. I would still rather watch him succeed than the Raiders succeed. Hands down, it's to, it, to have the Raiders uh, doing as well as they are is awful to me. The Chiefs, I'm be like, eh, that's cool, whatever. But the Raiders to see them and they're they're seriously like like caveman fans, like all all up in everyone's business about it. I can't stand it. I I, I cannot should, live in a world that's going to just happen. know that you'll feel better when they escape that hellhole and all those fans are left with nothing left but Walmart. And the the Las Vegas Raiders take the scene. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think so? The, you don't the, think the, the Vegas city, thing is going to happen? I, I, the city and county of, of Oakland is just... They laid uh, out they the same offer that they had made in the past. $1.3 billion. They're willing to talk, at least. That's progress. We'll see. It, it probably will happen. I hope it happens, because I would love to do the Vegas Raiders. The road Vegas trip Raiders would be awesome. Raiders game. Well, I'm just, I'm just bummed that... Uh, I mean, they'll still Think about one Broncos home game per year is in Vegas. Oh, my God. Still though, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, away game. So listen, the, so huh. there was a there was a thing That'd where they like were going to there was a thing where they were going to say they're going to start allowing weapons into into NFL stadiums. No, no, so, no, so, no, no, wait, wait, no. Just Which saying, is that, that's, that's just that that's such so fucking typical of how news stories <laughs> that's go. Fake news, Sean. <laughs> that's all right. Go, what, hey, do you guys know how to do improv? Roll with what I'm saying. Jesus Christ, come on. So they're going to allow weapons into stadiums, in, right? In like Washington, right? In, yeah. In, no, this is in, in Las Vegas. So think about it. You're in Las Vegas. Everyone's been drinking and losing money all day, all weekend, and then they have to go to the game. And the Broncos lose and, to the Raiders. And, or, 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 the, or, the, or the Raiders lose to the Broncos, and then it's just gunfire. Just gunfire erupts. <laughs> And there's just blood and like uh and just like urine everywhere because everyone's so full of beer they've just pissed themselves. It's um whoa hey um but uh, yeah you know I, I I hope they go to Vegas that'd be great and I and I hope that the the hockey team gets its shit together too so we can go. Wouldn't that be great can, to go for a go for an Avs Broncos doubleheader in Vegas? Can we talk about how shitty that hockey team's name is though? Oh, the the, the, the Golden the, the Knights. Golden Knights. Let's call them the Black Knights. That's better. So many better opportunities. I mean, you're Las Vegas for God's sake. The sakes. gamblers, the high rollers, the I don't know. 
Oh, there's there's plenty. Mobsters. I did like the one logo that they did, and then they found out that it was like um, it was too similar to like Army's logo. Yeah. And so then they said <laughs> nope, and they have to they pulled the whole thing. So they want. I don't know if they can use that or the name. I hope they rename it. It's a pretty dumb name, but um, I do I do hope they get it going so we can uh, we can see an Avs game one night, see the Broncos the next, and then uh, then ride home with all the money we won at the, at the tables. <laughs> of course, <laughs> just like DFS, yeah. just just like DFS. Which, which, by the way, and we'll, we got to we got to take our first break here um, pretty soon. Um, it's uh, it's so funny because like I was I'm, I'm all out except for um, almost one league, and we can talk about fantasy if you guys want a little bit. Um, I got one little bullshit public league I'm still in. The rest of them I'm all out, and uh, it's almost a relief. I'm just like you know what I need the fucking break. I just I just want to be done with it. Guess how many waiver claims I placed this week? None. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even touch it. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a bummer. So uh, hey, let's uh, let's get into the second quarter and we'll uh, we'll talk some more sports. We got Rockies, we got Broncos, we've got the homoerotic uh, Tom Brady. We got we got more of that. No, I'm not going to do that anymore. Obviously, it's a bit that everyone does. So fuck it. I'm just going to move <laughs> on to something else. Um, and then don't forget, we got the worst Bronco fans bracket. We got to get those got to get those nominees in. So let's take a quick break. Be right back. Everybody is already sick of holiday shopping, and who can blame you? But if you want to pick up some unique gifts, things that you're not going to find anywhere else and have a lovely cup of coffee on South Broadway, visit Mutiny Information Cafe. Check it out. It's a used bookstore. It's a comic book store. It's a record store. It's a coffee shop, pins, patches, t-shirts, all kinds of Denver memorabilia. It's it's our it's our own unique spot. It's ours and nobody else's. You're not going to find it in fucking Portland. Mutiny Information Cafe. And please tell them the South Stand sent you. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Come on. The questions. Should I buy my diamond from the guy Demarius Thomas says or the guy Emmanuel Sanders says, depending on who had the better fantasy week? Does it frustrate the people at Microsoft that Gary Kubiak still draws up plays on stone tablets? Has he begun to consider punting on third down? Does even John Fox think Kubiak is too conservative? Is Bill Belichick preparing to defend the Kubiak offense by watching hours of tape of a rat trying to escape a bucket of milk? Ah, will it be bittersweet for Tom Brady returning to Denver without old number 18 here to be more handsome then? (laughs) Instead of isotoners this Christmas, will Trevor Simeon give his his offensive lineman meth? (laughs) Is Paxton Lynch grateful that he has time to sit back and learn by watching Trevor Simeon check down on third and seven? Should Harry Douglas politely decline when Aqib Tlaib invites him to a nightclub in Dallas? especially on Kenyon Martin's birthday. 
Is former Cardinals wide receiver Michael Floyd hoping to get claimed by the Broncos, knowing the team gives him the best chance to win? His DUI case, because they've got really good lawyers. If the Broncos miss the playoffs, will 104.3 The Fan begin to shift more programming over to the Broncos? <laughs> Does Ian Desmond signing with the Rockies suggest he couldn't get to first base with other teams? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Tommy, can you hear me? Can I help to cheer you? Oh, Tommy, 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 Oh, Tommy. Before I forget, uh, you mentioned uh, Mutiny Information Cafe. And uh, as, as you know, the, uh, the, the Denver-based show, Those Who Can't, with uh, Adam, Kate, and Holland and his merry band of pranksters, um, it's set, set in Denver and uh, there was a thing before this season began. They said they were going to, they had something to do with mutiny and I was watching the whole season and I didn't see anything, didn't see anything. And then they think the uh, second or third episode from the end of the season, uh, they had a story that, that where a open mic night, I need an open mic night and that was going to take place at mutiny. So they had two, sh- they had a shot of actual mutiny on the corner that you see when you walk go down Broadway, and uh, they showed that twice as they came back in from you know commercial break, and uh, the the inside was obviously a set in Los Angeles, kind of like when they did the lion they showed the Lions Lair, um, but there was a huge mutiny thing on the wall that they that they put on the, in the set, and um, they mentioned mutiny and it was so really it looked cool. way better than the actual <laughs> it looked, store. It looked a lot better. Oh yeah. yeah. So which which Hollywood guest star played Matt Magacy is what I want to know. Uh, they they did not really they did not. Get into that could that. only be Steve. Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Yeah, okay. Steve Buscemi was there. I was gonna say, um, but uh, no, it's it's one. The show's really good. It's very funny, and uh, they do an excellent job with it. But it was so cool because they do tie all this stuff in to Denver. Like they make a very good effort to do it. Um, they make references throughout the all the shows with stuff from Denver, and then an episode bef- before this one. Um, was uh, was about the Denver election. They were electing a mayor, and it was really funny. And um, Pat Oswalt was actually on there that one, and uh, it was really good. So I suggest if you if you've got it on demand, or I think it's on Hulu too, or one of those like that, you can you can catch up on it. But you will see Mutiny Information Cafe, a sponsor of the show. They are they are in this show. It is featured on this show. It's very that, cool. That is awesome. That's very cool. I can dig it. They, they got this one T-shirt down there that says uh, "Denver Light Ride the Light Rail," and it's like <laughs> it's like a Metallica shirt, and it's got the crazy light rail train on it. Definitely a like uh, Ride the Lightning, yeah, yeah, really, that's unique Christmas that's cool. gift. Um, 
a unique Christmas gift is uh, the gift of the Rockies, and uh, you could you could buy some Rockies gear or, or season tickets for somebody because the Rockies are <laughs> the Rockies are going to the playoffs, fellas. Oh, and, oh. Um, and are they going to spend money this and, year? And, uh, so and so and yeah, and and so here's the deal. Funny. So I already I already swindled my my niece. I think I told you guys this. She said, "Oh, the Rockies suck," and I said, "Okay, they're going to make the playoffs." She's like, "No, they aren't." And I said, okay, then you give me your playoff tickets if they go to the playoffs. She said, yes. So I told you guys, I, I got playoff tickets if they go. So um, now all my other family members are like, oh, no, they suck. And so I'm going to start making some bets here because I'm thinking they're going to be pretty good. Now, Jake, you talked to you talk to Ian Desmond or you talked to Troy Rank about Ian Desmond. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, tell us a little bit about Ian Desmond and then tell us what you think about my prediction that the Rockies are going to go to the playoffs. Uh, Ian Desmond, 31 years old, never played first base before in his life. They're confident that he can. Uh, I don't know. I've we'll never see. played first base, so so what? Yeah, Tebow <laughs> hasn't either. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, never played first base before. They think he can. Big dude, like like super muscly guy. Um, from what I hear, uh, they're, they're, from what I hear, <laughs> I wasn't I held wasn't up there. his photo with one hand. <laughs> no, for I, hours. I, no, I wasn't there. I was just told he was. Try, try rank. I'm going through all the things. Closed his eyes and leaned back and dreamily recalled. <laughs> oh, so muscly. Oh, I'm just so muscly. Jake, I'm going through. Jake, I gotta tell you, so, so muscly. So no, I'm just going huge, through all the things huge, he said. Dude. Huge dude. Uh, look, they they know he's gonna be able to hit. But yeah. the question is, the amount of money they give him, second largest contract in the history of the organization. Oh, it's, it's huge and crazy. And How is that money not better spent on a reliever? They have to find bullpen pitching. And with this whole... Oh, I think they're going to. I think they're going to. If they I think don't... They're gonna I think they're just going to spend this no. year. On who, though? Spend well, a bunch of there's, on no, who? there's not a lot of people left out of the market. I asked Troy that question. He said there's really not a whole lot of guys. You can look around try and find guys, but they're not going to be in the market for big-name guys. They never looked at Chapman. They never looked at uh, some other guys. But so what about Melanson? Did they did they get in on that at all? No, no. They, they talked about it, but no. And the other thing that I thought was interesting was why would you spend that much money on Desmond when you need pitching as your priority? And other guys, like Matt Holliday, for example, has mentioned that, that uh, was mentioning as a potential guy to come here. Apparently, the Rockies never reached out to Matt Holliday. They never, they didn't, well, he, they reached out to, Matt's people reached out to the Rockies. The Rockies said, we don't see you as a first baseman. Thanks so much. Have a great day. But then they go and sign a 31-year-old guy who's never played first base in his life. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's, it feels like we're heading down another road where the Rockies are going to come into the season with high expectations, and there's just nothing there. With the Bettis news, too, best wishes out to him and his family, what he's going through. He thinks he'll be back before spring training. I kind of doubt it. Uh, right, doesn't he have nut cancer? Did he just get his balls. Didn't yeah, but you never know how you never know how things are going to yeah, change. Yeah, he'll be performance. fine. Right. He'll be fine. All right. I well, I haven't had that I, myself, but I just I think he's going to grow boobs. It's going to be weird. No, might 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 do it. Jeff Breidich thinks he's Bill Belichick. He's not Bill Belichick. Uh, the Rockies are going to be in trouble this. He's season. not Bill Belichick's dog. No, he's not. <laughs> but don't you think that they they looked around? And they said, okay, well, we're not spending. What did, what did Melanson get? Like like sixty million dollars, something like or that, something yeah. like that. Now I know Desmond was got like eighty million or something. Yeah. Okay, so typically they don't they don't shell out that much for relief pitchers because it's not it's not very it's not very wise to do as we've seen. Yeah. So um, I think they looked around and said, well. We're not going to get any of these guys, so we might as well load up on more bats so we can hit our way out of the problem. Do you they, think that's kind of what they they've did? They've been doing that for 20 years now, and it hasn't worked. The Rockies, you can't – the signing of Ian Desmond means you're going to lose games 10-9 as opposed to 10-8. What if the signing of Ian Desmond really means they're going to trade cargo or they're going to trade 
somebody else uh, in the outfield and put somebody else at first. Well, they're supposed to do that, right? That means, was, they said they were st- they said they weren't done yet. So. But he's their first baseman. That's why they signed him to be their primary. For, first that's what they're for saying. sure. That's yeah. what they're saying right for now. For sure. Even though even though he he's he's an outfielder by trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played shortstop for a while. Was it the thing about it, it gives you a little infield utility if a guy like like he's he's way better than some of the guys they've got in the middle infield after Trevor, uh, after DJ. He he gives you good infield depth, you can move him there. He gives you a versatile guy if you can teach him how to play first base. The thing about with with a guy on the hot corner like Nolan Arenado, who is as great as he is and can make these crazy plays, a lot of those plays rely on a guy who's capable of handling the bag on first. And, and, and catching the ball over there. And, and, and I don't know that Nolan's going to be able to, to trust a guy who's never played the position before. you got to be able to handle your bag on the hot corner. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the hot corner is where you got to handle that. it the most. So um, I don't know. I, I thought that they were going to keep making more moves and um, maybe – We'll know, see, and then move him to the outfield because I was asking people. I was like, I was like, this. I was like, this doesn't make sense because I thought they were gonna they're gonna get rid of uh, Gonzalez, and I said, they still might. I was like, isn't Gonzalez faster? And and I was told that Desmond's probably faster, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. I Look, had no idea. Desmond's a really nice player. I'm not saying he's not. He's a he's a good baseball player, and he will hit the hell out of the ball here. And he's definitely an upgrade, really, at any any other guy they could have gotten at first that's currently on the roster. I just don't think you spend that kind of money on hitting with this team that that's not your and, issue and, and you their need, draft pick too and their yeah. and their draft pick. yeah and you is, need you need bullpen help you have to find not just a decent reliever not another chad qualls or jason mott you have to go find a legitimate reliever who can give you solid innings uh otherwise you're gonna be right at the bottom of the basement again but you also have to find someone willing to come to Colorado. you have to overpay yeah. i mean you have to overpay and they were never going to look at Chapman because of that reason. They were never going to look at some of those other guys. Melanson, they, they, closer, but but no. Let me ask you an idiot question. This is I, I feel stupid even asking it, but uh, this is not a, this is not <laughs> out of the realm of what happens here. Though. No, no, I'm not, I'm used to feeling like an idiot asking a question. Um, okay, so you can't as a pitcher get enough as much motion on pitches at altitude, and so that's our problem right yeah what if our closers and relievers threw almost exclusively white hot fastballs like Chapman? would you not be able to throw a fastball even faster in thinner air I, as long as you're not counting on motion i don't know that you'd be able to throw it faster but it would be more effective a guy the problem is they don't there aren't a lot of guys who throw 100 miles an hour there aren't. There are more than there used to be, but there aren't. They're not. Uh, they're really high sought after commodity. When Yuvaldo uh, uh, had his, you know, his best years. He was or, throwing heat. Year. He was. He was throwing. That's what he did. He threw fucking fast. Yeah. And you're right. That's what they need. It's hard to find those guys. The kid they have in the minors, uh, Pint. That guy. That yeah. guy's supposed to throw really fast. So um, yes, that's what you want. You want people to throw fast and hard, but. You know, that's the thing. Like you said, Chapman. Chapman, that's what he does. He throws it fucking fast as shit. And, um, yeah, that's all he does. And And, and beats women. He does beat women. That's part of the problem with him. Two things he does. Uh, But he also got like $100 million from the Yankees or whatever he got. Like, they were never going to compete for Chapman for two reasons. They they probably weren't going to be able to match the money. And he didn't. And they're the Rockies. Yeah, and he didn't want to come to Denver. He wouldn't have wanted to come to Denver. He hated Cincinnati. So, well... 
um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure he's found Jesus and he's yeah. he's repented, so he'd fit in great. They'd be like, "Oh, did you Son find Jesus, uh, Chapman?" He'd be like, "Oh yeah, definitely." And they'd be like, "Oh, come on in." But it all it all comes up. <laughs> the whole Rockies thing comes up because they're the least fucked right now. Is that not the case? I <laughs> yeah. mean, well, in I'm, all seriousness, I'm talking about them making the playoffs. So yeah, they're the least the other fucked. Teams, the other teams, no. I mean, right now, let's talk about this honestly, gentlemen. What happens if the Broncos miss the playoffs this year and then go into the following season or seasons, the obvious third or fourth place team in the AFC West? What are we as well, fans doomed for? Well, let's, <laughs> let, let's, let's hold that thought. Let's hold that thought because we got to get into the second half. And, I, and as you know, Colin, we like to kick that can down the road. I got plenty to say. I'm sure Jake does, too. Um, We're all counting on the Rockies, man. We're so- if, if you're counting on the Rockies, then you might you might be you might be up shit creek. But um, I think uh, oh yeah, touch, touch me. We we got the buffs, guys. <laughs> shit, yeah, oh great. Shoulder yeah. to shoulder. Yeah, great, definitely. Um, Tommy, see me, feel me, touch me. Okay, that's what I want. <laughs> He's got to be in town soon, right? Oh, touch me. Um, let's 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 see if Tom will touch us and feel us and see us. And we'll get into the second half right now. Yeah, yeah, it's cold outside. We get it. But Sportique Scooters is still a great place to go for a holiday. I'm fucking, I'm going to say it, Christmas. God damn it. Whoa. It's Christmas. It's you not. Can't, you can't oh, say Christmas. Christmas. The table. Yeah. Say Christmas. The, it's Christmas. You're allowed God, to now. Before, before it, was a, it, was a, it was a two-year prison sentence under Obama. Now you can say it. It's That's Trump's right. America now. Yep. That's right. So we, under Trump's America, I'm going to say Christmas. Now, Christmas gift at Sportique Scooters. A uh, big new range of, of helmets and, and, uh, and jackets that have come in. And all for your Christmas Christmas wish list. And uh, please stop by there. New Superstore 160 South Broadway. It's Sportique. It's where scooters come from. Wow. Oh, are you all right? 
handsome Tom. You got handsome Tom. Handsome Tom. See me, uh, feel me. Oh, like Lion's Head. <laughs> handsome Tom. <laughs> handsome Tom. Um, yeah, <sighs> it's Handsome Tom week. We we had uh, we were we left it we left it hanging with the Broncos, and uh, we can we can talk a little bit more about the Broncos. Uh, Colin, you were lamenting that uh, if the Broncos don't make the the playoffs we're so fucked what we're well, so fucked. well well who one who cares as now as i, I care as I, as i as i as i as i tread deeper and deeper in the territory of sports atheism um it really doesn't i do i want them to go and repeat the super bowl of course i do sports do i think atheism. it's gonna happen probably not so i'm just kind of like eh why am i gonna let it ruin my you know what fucking ruins my day is when i look at my goddamn fantasy hockey score and i see that i'm not blowing you out colin that's what that's what really pisses yeah. me off that's what i'm affected by not whether the Broncos are winning or losing. So, I, if, they, as if they, I as I check my DraftKings heads up score against Ryan Edwards right now, yeah. If they if they don't if they don't go to the if they don't win the Super Bowl, which they're probably not going to, they might not even make the playoffs. You got to just chalk it up as 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 a Super Bowl hangover. They're going to rebuild. They're going to keep going. I have no doubt that they can that they can they can take what they have and keep this defense together for at least another year or two. And keep rolling with it. They've I think this. I think if they make the playoffs, they have a very good chance of winning the Super Bowl. What? But I don't what? think no way. No way. Yeah, they're gonna, Trevor they're Simeon pretty much going to have to win out. Oh, wait, beat hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Beat Oakland. Hold on, wait. Beat Kansas City. If you, they're going to be listen, on a roll. Listen, and then they have a chance. We, we can we can break down Trevor Simeon. We've gone from yeah, he's pretty good. To, oh God, he sucks. Yeah, he's pretty good. To, yeah, he sucks. The problem is the offensive line is terrible, and oh, it's, it's and it's terrible. not going to get terrible any, last year. No, too. it was not as bad oh, as it yeah. is this I year. I think it was, and it's not going to get any better. Now, when the when the Ravens won the Super Bowl and the the horrible defeat that the Broncos um, suffered at their hands, their offensive line had had been hurt, and they got healthier and they got stronger as they went into the playoffs. This Broncos offensive line is not going to get healthier and stronger. It's gonna it's gonna be just as bad, and they didn't add anybody, so it's not going to change. That's not there's there's going to be no difference in what you're seeing now and what you're going to see in a couple weeks. Maybe with C.J. Anderson, I don't know. Remember last year though, the the Broncos barely beat San Diego to get the number one seed, and then they uh, who did they barely beat the, uh, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, but they, and had, then they barely beat but they New had England. Peyton Manning who can who can read a defense and well, sure. and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and changed what he's doing. To modify, a broken Peyton Manning is still better than oh, Trevor Simeon behind this horrible offensive oh, I, line. I agree. Uh, Peyton Manning was the best at reading the defense, and at least he could get the ball out quickly and not get Peyton sacked. Manning would get killed behind this offensive line. It's far worse. Is this offensive line far worse than it was last year? It's worse. I don't know that it's far worse because um, that offensive line was pretty bad, too. The thing that Manning used... I don't think Man I think Manning would be better behind the line, not just because he can read a defense, but because he got rid of the ball so quickly that, that pressure was really not an issue. Trevor's having an issue holding on to the football right now, and it's getting him sacked. Two Gary Kubiak even mentioned it on Monday. Two of the three sacks he had were on Trevor. Because um, he held on to the football too long. That's been an issue for him this year. The 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 Broncos offensive line is terrible. And the worst thing about it, I think the most concerning thing is that the two worst pieces on that line for me have been the two guys that they signed in the offseason, Okung and Stevenson. Both of those guys have been terrible. Okung has an issue with his kick step. It's when you kick out, he's kicking too wide, so guys are just literally taking the corner on him and running around him. It's a technique issue that no veteran should have, but he, he's doing it over and over again. So that may be a coaching thing that they got to clean up. And then Stevenson, he's been better, but he's still he, he's just as bad. Um, so they, they're not. it's not going to magically get better. 
I mean, maybe those guys, since they've been at it a long time. It's a week-to-week thing, and they're going to, Justin Forsett, they're going to use the hell out of him. Let me just tell you that right now. If he's a fantasy pickup this week. They're going to use the hell out of Justin fantasy, Forsett. I'm done with fantasy, Jake. I've fin- I'm done with fantasy. A daily fantasy. He's a, he's a, he'd be a good pickup this week, because they, they're going to use the hell out of I him. I agree with In that, a lot of different ways. I, I can't quite get into it, but he's going he, to be a big part of the game this week. He was last week, yeah, and he just got here. So, so with that said, and and now uh, Colin and Scott are saying that they're Super Bowl bound. What? Uh, oh no, no, no! I no, said no, if, no, no. if they win out these next three games, if they get in, they have gonna, a good if, shot. If they get in, they're going to be a threat. And I have a feeling they will beat the Pats. I have a feeling. I just have a feeling they'll beat the Pats. But then you got you got to win one of the next two, and then you're and then you're a six seed. Here, here's, and you're going to Pittsburgh. Here's what I here's what I do sincerely hope. I I I hope that the Raiders. Um, do get the to get the number one seed, so everyone has to go there and just smite them in the in the second <laughs> week because those guys That's suck and they're a total fraud and they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose their first playoff game. Mark it down. They suck. They I'll have, get, I'll, they have I'll, a terrible coach and they're they're living a lie. I'll put money down on that. You're, you're, you're Raiders, agree, are, Raiders are no Raiders are a good football team. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're, they're that the players are not good. I think they have good players, but they are coached by a total dimwit. And he works for them. And man. they're they're gonna, they're gonna fail. He he's a great head coach. Well, not a great head coach. He is a better head coach than he is a coordinator. Just like Wade Phillips is a better coordinator than he is a coach. Uh, I think if the Broncos get in, they're going to be a threat. You probably have to go to Pittsburgh. The, the team that I'm telling folks to keep an eye on for the next three weeks is Baltimore. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be the ones that are going to be right there for that sixth seed. The Dolphins are out with Tannehill hurt. I like Matt Moore, but he can't carry him. I think the Broncos are in. If they get in, Scott, like you said, they're going to be a threat if to they somebody. back in, you know, if they're waiting for the last game of the season and if one of those teams I, loses, they get in, I don't think they're I, a threat. I think they're a threat if they get in. But if they can they win in. the next three games, I if think If they can win the next three games, that would be huge, and I would totally change. They're not going to fucking win the next three games. They're staring. Yeah, they, they they've do. got they Kansas could. City, Oakland, and New England. Yeah, I know. I mean, they could do it. They're they staring, but they're, on the flip side, I've said they're staring 8-8 eight and eight in the face right now. And the question that I asked on the Broncos Blitz podcast on 5280 Sports Network earlier this week that I think would be an interesting topic for you guys because you guys are such big Broncos fans, the conversation we had in training camp for all of Broncos camp was Simeon uh, Sanchez, right? Simeon Sanchez. It was supposed to be Sanchez, and then as camp went on, it just became clear that Simeon was was the guy. He was the better option for the Broncos. And the, the thinking was starting Trevor Simeon this season, I believe, for the Broncos was, all right, we've got a championship defense, a, 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 the best defense in football, great defense. They will carry us. We just sure, need that makes competent sense. quarterback play, and we can be a legit Super Bowl contender. The problem is that defense has not been nearly as good as they thought it was going to be. They're terrible on the interior. They can't stop the run. Their linebackers are below average, and they've missed, uh, they've missed Malik Jackson and Danny Trevathan a ton. So they haven't been able to do the things that the other defense was because guys are able to hone in. They're not getting. Von Miller's been incredible. Like the things that Von Miller's doing with the amount of attention he's getting from offensive coordinators is insane. But they haven't been as good on defense, so the team has not been as good. If this team goes eight and eight, and you made the decision to start Trevor Simeon at, in training camp, that is, in my opinion, a waste of a season because you have a massive investment who's been sitting in your locker room all season and your rookie's first-round quarterback. And you've chosen not to not only start him or play him, except in spot starts due to injury, but to not even develop him. He, this guy hadn't been getting reps. He, Trevor's been getting reps, and Austin Davis has, for the most part, been running scout team. So you've had a – draft picks in the NFL are investments. That is the most important thing you can do. And when you trade up 
to go get a first round quarterback and you don't touch him for he, a season? He should be he should be farther along than he is. He is, and that's but it's not just his fault. It's the no, fault that's of the what coaching I'm saying. staff they, they and the organization. Be utilizing him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a fault or are they cutting bait? Yeah, that's that's exactly the question. There's a big conversation among Broncos guys I know and about what Paxton Lynch is and whether he's uh, you know, has the mental aptitude to, seems to like play a doofus. at this level. Just, you know, if I could pick um, a word for Paxton Lynch, it, I don't think he's doofus, a doofus, I think. Uh, doofus implies, I think, that he's not a great, that he's uh, he's a nice enough guy. I, I, no, no. no. Just a goofy, oh, no. Doofuses are enough. nice. Yeah, doofuses yeah. are nice. He, he's he, kind of too fucking dumb to play the position, <laughs> he, uh, is what people are concerned about. Here's what. That's how he comes off. He, it's not that he's too dumb to play the position. The offense that he ran at Memphis is a 180-degree turn from this Kubiak offense. And hes it's like, I said this on Twitter, it's like asking a mute guy to learn fluent Italian in the course of a, of a short period of time, and they're not giving him any lessons Bonjour. in terms of development either. Is that so, what it would sound like? Like, the thing about Paxton Lynch was the Tampa Bay game that he had to come in and play for Trevor Simeon, he balled out in that game. He balled out in that game because he was just going out there and playing. He's got the physical tools to just go out there and play football, do what he does best. But in terms of being scrunched into an offense, giving a spot start to prepare for a week, he hasn't been great. I think if he's your regular starter, he's better considerably. Uh, I, I think the jury is still is way out. Is he better than Trevor game. Simeon? Yes, he's, in my opinion. He's certainly not a bust, and I think people writing him off is, is ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah, but watching him play – you and this is kind of what your point is. You watch him play and you go, "Oh my God, he doesn't look prepared at all. He looks like he's he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He's throwing too high. He's overthrowing. Yeah. He just looks confused." And and that could be what you're saying, probably to uh, not enough reps. He's not he's, he's not getting enough uh, experience. In, he's not, and so he's having to think everything. Sure. And then his fundamentals collapse. Like his feet are bad. His his arm slots bad. But this kid, I'm telling you guys, has has Hall of Fame caliber physical talent. Like just crazy physical talent. Jake, forgive me, but you, you said the Nuggets were a playoff team. Well, you know, come on, you don't so. throw me out. Uh, <laughs> hey, long season still. Nuggets could make a run in January. We'll see. Well, I know it makes me feel better to hear you say that because I've begun to worry that that now the Broncos are going to need to draft a quarterback again. And, and they the, might. The, I think they. I mean, you have to every year. Probably but will. Sim, but Simeon is Simeon is decent, and if he had, I think if, he could. If, I think if, Simeon could be good. If he had, if he had. Um, if he had uh, somebody I, protecting him, he could probably make some you, of these I throws. Do. You know who Simeon reminds me of? Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Oh, I'm not serious. as handsome. Not, not as nearly handsome. As handsome. Here's no, the thing. but he reminds me of him. Maybe his physical abilities, the way he plays the game, reminds me a lot of Tom Brady. Simeon, Tom Brady is, in terms of his decision-making, his accuracy, everything, he is better than Trevor Simeon. But I, he I wasn't when he was... 22 maybe we'll we'll see the thing about Simeon to me remember go back to this just this last weekend's game that Titans the Titans game the throw to Demarius Thomas when Thomas is running a flag route toward the back corner of the end zone and Thomas breaks out of his route that that throw needs to come as soon as he breaks out of his route because if you watch it on tape he's mm -hmm. got separation he's got a touchdown right there Simeon instead holds onto the ball pats it pats it pats it it's third down by the way and he finally throws it to DT way late so the deep so the defensive backs already all over him and it's a late throw and an incomplete pass cuz DT's got coverage all over him and then on fourth down that's when they went for it on fourth he just kind of flails around and throws the ball over somebody's head that's what i see from Trevor Simeon when i watch this when i watch game tape when i watch the all 22 that's what i see out of this guy over and over and over again a a, a smart kid a really 
a pretty good arm, like surprisingly good arm talent, but it's just these these little things that are holding this team back over and over again. There are plays to be made, and he can't he either can't make them or he's not he's not able to right now. I thought you, Mar- I, I thought Marcus Mariota was black. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was shocked. I was like, "What." Wow. I thought Ian Desmond was like a, like a big white guy, too. And he's like, I don't know what he it's is. It's kind of he's, a big white guy name, isn't it? It's a big white guy name, but um, he's he looks like he's he's like Hispanic he's mixed, or, think, yeah. yeah, so. Um, I think they need to play the kid, though, see what they got. And I think every NFL team should be drafting two quarterbacks every single draft. And if you draft uh, lot, Kirk Cousins, one at least, yeah. if you draft, uh, great. If you don't, cut bait. If you draft uh, Dak Prescott, awesome. If you don't, cut bait. I thought and Dak Prescott uh, was white. For the longest time, because his name's Dak Prescott, and I was like, "Oh, let's let's, let's check out this strapping white, uh, strapping white lad who's going to lead the 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 Cowboys to sounds glory. like a new country star." Yeah, and I was like, "I was like, what?" And I went, "Oh my God, what 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 am I seeing here? Is this right? Did some did he did this guy steal Dak Prescott's jersey? What's happening here? That guy's a fraud. They're going to lose in the talk about teams are going to lose in the first round of the playoffs." Oh, um, I've got a theory. I've what? got my theory is this: at some point in time, this is this is what I'm I'm seeing in the tea leaves here. Uh, Tony Romo will take over at some point in time and lead the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl this year. That would be that awesome. is that what's would be bad news for me because it's I want to see him gonna here. Happen. <laughs> um, what's going to what? happen? You want to see him here? You oh, those absolutely! Guys? No, no, no. Oh my god. Okay, so before the handoff was going to be Peyton Manning to to. Uh, to to the Texans quarterback Brock Osweiler, um, that was going to be the handoff, right? New handoff. Are we agreed that Brock Osweiler's terrible? By the way, oh, he's horrible. He's yeah. he's he's leading. He's in charge. Yeah, of his now, now he's he's no, a no, guy no, 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 who no. should have improved. I, I'll tell you why he's horrible. I'll tell you why he's horrible because I I, I draft. He's in charge of his division. Not because of him. No, no, you not because it's a shit division. Yeah, that's you, why. Okay, so I've got. I, They're just beating each other up. I drafted uh, Hopkins right in the, in the very, very oh. first round. Oh. Not going well. And, and, and so did I in the SSDF. And my theory was this: if Brian Hoyer can make this guy a star, uh, Brock Osweiler's gonna—he's gonna be the greatest player ever, and he is absolutely horrible. Osweiler, Osweiler is Osweiler garbage. Throws it. Way too high, and then he throws it into people's hands on the line. The dude's six eight, right? He should just be able to throw it over everybody. He throws it right because he he's gets, got that weird oh, sideways arm slot. How yeah, good would would the Texans be if they had a decent quarterback? I mean, I don't, I don't oh, know if they'd lose well, a Hopkins game. Hopkins is an all world receiver. He should be. Brock, Brock should Osweiler be might get benched for Tom Savage before the playoffs. I, I, That'd I, be I a seventeen million dollar LOL. <laughs> That'd be oh boy, that'd be awesome. It. Hey, let's uh, take a break and get into the fourth quarter, and we can uh, we can bring it on home. We got a couple things to get to. So we got to make sure to cram it all in, Colin. If you know what, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, so let's get into the fourth right about now. Stuff it in then. 
You know, guys, we got to get a uh, a uh, after season party together for South Stands Denver Fantasy Leagues, and uh, I'm thinking we do it right there at the Rosedale Tavern, man, because that place oh is God. that place is pretty off the chain. Oh. We did a, we did a live oh. podcast there uh, not too long ago, and uh, just loving the appetizers, those Brussels sprouts. Holy shit! Those it's like, like popcorn. Holy shit! Oh man! Oh, oh my god! Delicious. Um, absolutely fantastic. Colin, those smoked then fried wings. Oh my god! Those are good too. I do think they've got some of the best wings in Denver. Not to mention cold Colorado uh, craft beers served on tap and uh, great neighborhood atmosphere there at the Rosedale. I think that's where the postseason uh, fantasy party will be for South Stands Denver A, South Stands Denver B, Tier One, Tier Two. Absolutely fantastic, fun season, and uh, big thanks to the good folks at. Although Colin, I think you need to. Um, you probably you probably need to run. I mean, thank you. You probably need the polls though, because more people follow you to see it. I'll run the poll. <laughs> run the run the poll. And um, what polls? Okay, so how the shit account does it is they they give it they do this. Is it like one on one? Yeah, yeah. They did this really funny thing. They did like a almost like they're breaking down the the final four. Uh, you know the the NCAA bracket, and they had like these these guys, and it was like it was he was imitating somebody, and he was like, "Oh, this is a shitty account. This one really sucks." And uh, they're just talking about these horrible people that are on Twitter. Uh, so they do, you know, they do the bracket, and they were kind of breaking it down. So what they do is then they uh, for like a you know a certain amount of time they say, um, "Okay, here's here's your votes." You can say uh, Jake Marcin versus um, uh, Sean Drotar. And uh, so you you vote which one's shittier or which one's worse? Ooh, like, yeah, uh, like for uh, one person, retweet for the other. No, no, you're that... you know you're on a Twitter poll. Yeah, you got oh, the Twitter oh, poll. Yeah, yeah. like a Twitter poll. That's, and yeah. then, I don't even know about this. Oh stuff. come on, yeah, uh, you can do, run a Twitter poll right from Twitter your poll. right from your phone. So then, and then, then why so, do people still do the like and the retweet thing? Yeah, that's fine, but that's that's yeah. not. You can actually have a percentage, and they'll say that is awesome. They'll say overwhelmingly, ninety nine percent hate Jake Marcin. Oh, that won't be close. <laughs> more, it won't more than more than Sean Drotar. So so really so what I I was just thinking about this today, and I thought. God, I go, how these people on here are such shitbags. I fucking hate all of them. And I said, we should have a worst um, Bronco fan uh, br- bracket breakdown. <laughs> and then I started talking about it, and I, asked for, I was asking for suggestions. And then I realized I don't follow most of these people because they suck. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to know what they're up to. So I had some people kind of throw some my way. So I, I decided that there was uh, – we, we, can, we can write some of these down if you guys have some suggestions. But I want to throw out some of the top seeds. Sure, and, sure. Um, so I, I think one of the top seeds – of course, is Decrom, uh, David Cromelo. He's 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 well hated by everybody. Um, he uh, he he predicts the Broncos are going to lose every game. 
But when they won that Super Bowl, baby, he was there. He was there celebrating with everyone else. So so definitely Decrom is 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 one of the top no, seeds. Now he is autistic. That's I fine. I think it's fair to mention. Um, it's 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 fine. But uh, he's 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 high functioning, and he obviously he, he can write, he can do podcasts, and uh, he puts himself out I'm, there. I'm very, also I'm also functioning high. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, very nice guy. Let me just say, I and, like, and I he like see, and, you know he seems like a nice guy. People give him a lot of shit, and yeah. I don't I don't and mean I, to, I, feel I don't mean to dump on him, but but he's certainly and really and really, really smart. He too. puts himself out there. He does, and and he and he really invites a lot of yeah. a lot of this grief on into himself, cheerleaders. So. He likes cheerleaders. He loves himself some cheerleaders. So um so. Definitely, Decrom is one of the top. So the the next one I want to nominate is um, is Craig Kennycunt, who is just a total <laughs> bitch. And uh, this guy sucks. He, the first, my first interaction with this asshole is he was beating up on female Bronco fans, saying like, "Yeah, you're chicks. You don't you don't know sports because you're women." And these girls were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And so I laid into him about it. And then he was he was uh, talking. This is a couple years ago, and he's a total bitch. And he blocked me after that. And then so then I blocked him because I don't want to see his shit on coming through my timeline. But I see Spano arguing with all the time because Spano has to go. Oh, well, Craig, this is what I mean by this, because I think this guy's got something wrong with him, too. But he lives in San Diego or some shit like that. So he's an out-of-stater, too. So I was going to say, we have a, we're going to have, have two divisions, and one of them is going to be out-of-state shithead. That's going to be one of the divisions. So all the out-of-staters, which, which brings me up to my next one, is we got to put him in there, Captain Bronco. He's, Absolutely. He's, he's going to be in yeah, there. Yeah, you can't have the yeah, list he's, without He's going to be in there, Captain too. Captain Bronco. So Captain Bronco. And I, and I, I mean, here's a douchebag who lives on a beach and paints <laughs> his fucking face orange. <laughs> Absolutely. He lives nowhere near a beach. He, yeah, he's, he's in Temecula. He's like, for all, all intents, for all intents and purposes, hey. he lives on a beach. Okay? No, 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 no. It's like so, living in Colorado Springs and saying you live in Denver. It's but very, he's, very he's, far He's got to be in in there he won't win because you know everyone loves Captain Bronco so he's, so he's I, get, I get a Christmas card he's, the other day <laughs> absolutely we just I talked get, about the Christmas so card. it's a, so it's a layup I, 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 get, really. the, oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. get this Christmas card my wife's like who are the Grams <laughs> that's <laughs> the same discussion he had <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Uh, it's like, oh, that's Captain Bronco. See, it's hard to recognize Captain Bronco without the orange hair and, Absolutely. and the hat and the makeup. So, so the next one, um, and this this will be in the this will be in the other division of like of local shitheads is um, James Marillat. You got to have James Marillat. James Marillat's got to be. James Marillat is a phenomenal human being. Who I'm, who I, who I adore, and I'm very thankful but, for. But, but, but one I, of the, but, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You, you have yeah, to yeah. say that. But, but still, he goes, I, in, he goes in the one of the worst Bronco fans because he's well hated. He's people. I, and, that's and, fair. And listen, James is well welcome to his opinion. I, I, I appreciate somebody who can kind of see, you know, hey, this is this is not all wine and roses, guys. I appreciate about him, but his his um, his um, his approach. To interacting with people puts him he, puts him in this bracket. He, he for sure. He puts himself out there, and he knows he puts himself out I, there. I know. Too. It's, oh no, he, he, he knows he gets, what he's doing, and he gets it back tenfold. Trust, trust me no, on that. He, 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 he gets it back. So too. he makes the list. He. I don't think there's any debate, no. employee or no, none, no, no, no. or um, not. Uh, he definitely makes the list. I, I want. I, I would like I, to nominate. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I would go like ahead. to nominate Tiff. I would like to nominate Tiff. Oh no! Um, I was going to tell one of the worst Broncos fans ever. Oh um, God, poor Tiff! I was going to tell <laughs> Tiff that she was safe. Uh, but, oh no, no, wow, no! Okay. I got to nominate Tiff. Um, first of all, out, out of state, out of state, out of state, <laughs> um, and also always equivocating uh, the success of the Broncos with something Jesus did. And I just, now that's not exactly true. Come on now. <laughs> It, it, if God is happy, the Broncos do well. If God is mad, the Broncos so, don't. So I'm gonna, I'm going to go you one better. Just just in the in the in the uh, uh, just in the the interest of fairness, I'm going to nominate South Stands 303. Oh! oh, yeah. 
Got to got to put you in there, buddy. Yeah, so, fair cause, enough. Because I think a few people I think few people will vote for you. Now I was given anonymously. I was given a bunch of lists. Somebody didn't want to be. Mike Peterson's on there, right? Uh, he loves the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, listen. My, now listen. Mike Peterson. Yeah, he likes the Chiefs, but between us, don't tell him I said this. Not popular enough. Doesn't have a lot of followers. <laughs> so sad. Real sad. So that's why he's not on here. But then um, we should nominate uh, Chrissy Bex just for the followers. Yeah, all right. Let's okay. see. Terrible. Yep. Terrible fan. Chrissy Bex. She's more into her child she's, than she, she is sports she, now. She's not going to win because she'll people people love Chrissy Bex. So I was I was given a couple that I don't know who they are. This one guy's name is Kennard something, and his, his account's locked, so I don't know who it was. I don't know who this is. Again, I don't follow a lot of these assholes because I don't I don't want to follow them. So um, that, was, that was one of the ones that I was now, given. And, and you struck Kisla from consideration because he, he's not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan fan um scotty Payne. i don't follow scotty Payne, but he's i think he's a mile high report guy people seem to hate him no? okay let's throw Nothing? him down there okay, we'll put scotty pain I, I i he maybe i'm blocked i don't think I don't yeah know. he pops up in my mentions sometimes yeah so i'll, I'll put uh, scotty there was the alaskan bronco guy too that was eric trickle is that i used to work with him yeah what's what's is that his what's his twitter what's his twitter uh, at alaskan bronco he yeah. doesn't exist i looked him up yeah did he change it well, he might, I think he changed it to Eric. At Eric, hang on, I'll look. Look I it used up. To work with him. What look. about that guy from Wyoming that sent you the initial like first like eight hundred thousand followers your way? Who's that? Guy? Oh, he's not oh, a fan. Oh, he's not. He's, no. he's, not, he's a not a fan. Talking, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's definitely an asshole. So, um, yeah. So I've got you know I got a few on here. Um, the one the one girl named Selena. I think she was on here too. Do you know that one? No. See, this is the problem. We don't follow these fuckers. So that's that's the thing. Er- Eric Trickle, by the way, is just at Eric Trickle. I, how, do you he, spell, how do you spell? E R I C K T R I C K E L. Yeah, he used to when I was writing for Scout. He was one of our contributors over there. C K L C T R I C K E L. E L. Okay. Trickle. Er- Eric. Trickle. We'll we'll get him on there. So um so that's a good start. I think we can uh, we can get that going and we can probably add some of it. If you guys have any any else you wanna you wanna put in there. Anything? Anyone? At no at John Reedy three oh three? No, no. I would never I will never okay. be in this because I am a beloved Bronco fan and I see things both ways. I'm fair and balanced, just like Fox News. So um but yeah, so I think we need to get that. We need to get that going. We'll um we'll get that on the, on the polls. You want to do that, Colin? Let's nominate say- Bill Romanowski, because he claims <laughs> on Twitter to be a Broncos fan, really? to be a Broncos okay. lover, All right. but uh, yet he works at Comcast in Oakland and it's is all Raiders, always yeah. cheering on the Raiders. So. I mean, technically, we could put Mark Schlereth on there, but he'll never win. So you got to you got to have somebody that. I mean, Mark Schlereth. A lot of people don't like him, but most people here do D- like him. D Mac? So. Do we? Nah, not a fan. Not a fan. He most, no. He says we. That he guy's says, a that guy's uses, a Patriots fan. He uses fan. the we. He uses he's, we. He's got he's got the you know the you know the 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 nice um, court painting of Tom Brady that she did after yeah. the horrible one. <laughs> D Mac's got that tattooed on his. Internet. You know what I like about D Mac? I'm going to tell you right now. Is he is the only guy in Denver sports media who will take a story that is a hot button, nobody else will touch it story, yeah. and go, nah, you know, kind of hey, this kind of, and beat his way around it without actually saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only only guy with the balls he'll, he'll, to do that. Yeah. No, he's he will right. he will go he will do the dirty and nobody else will. And for that reason and that reason alone. I, I value him as a member of the media because if I want to know what's going on with some creepy shit that went down with the Broncos, I, I know that at least he'll 
dance around it. He is he's tremendous at his job. He's also worn a Boston Red Sox jacket every day for the last three days. Oh my god, really? A big, a big Letterman Boston Red Sox. Jacket. That's that is terrible. He should be ashamed of himself. Oh, a couple ones that I that I that I forgot. Um, Uncle Vicious said Frank. You know NFL Frank. You guys know. I don't follow. Frank. I don't know that one. Yeah, but um, he he fights with Frank all the time. Frank's a real fair weather Bronco fan. He said him. The other one is Metal Mushin or Mushin. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, guy. dude, that guy. That guy's on the list for Huge sure. Huge Trump guy, by the way. Oh yeah, total Trump guy. He's like he's yeah. like twenty years old, doesn't know shit, and uh, he's he's from the East Coast. I don't think he's ever been to a Bronco game, but he loves the Broncos, loves to tell people about it. Um, had to uh, I, I I follow him, I think, but I had to like shut off all the retweets because he loves the Yankees too, and it was just all Yankee shit. And I was like, oh, I don't I don't want to see this. Uh, so he's definitely on there. He was suggested to me, and Any, I was like, anytime yeah. you go to your you click on somebody's profile and it says huge Broncos fan slash Yankees fan. They count on this list. Absolutely. They belong on this list. Now our buddy Snyder is a big Yankees fan too, but he's not going to, he's not going to put that in his bio and he's, you know, Colorado bred and born. So we should nominate him though. Did we already (laughs) mention Candy Wolfmeyer? I don't know. Candy Wolfmeyer Uh, at Wyoming Broncos. Um, is this, is this, is this, is this a, uh, for the for the I mean, will this go for the bracket? Is this a is this? I a, don't. If you guys don't know her, probably not. But okay. she pops up in my mentions. Y- you all know, time. I just feel out of respect. We should nominate Guy Incognito. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a he's a shit bag. That guy doesn't follow me. <laughs> he doesn't follow you. He doesn't follow me. That's come, awesome. Come on, Marcelo, get get uh, it together. So, okay, if you think of any more, let me know because I'll, I'll count it up. We got to make it even, obviously, but um, we'll 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 get that together. And then, uh, Colin, each day I'll give you two to run a poll for, and then when we're done, we'll tally it and uh, we'll, we'll I'll keep track of it for I, I, you. We should get Mister Sinister on that list as well. Ah, I don't, he's not a he, shitty Bronco he's fan. A good fan. No, he's a good fan. You got to remember these. These got to be the terrible ones who who are constantly fighting with people, who are constantly stirring the pot, who are offering nothing but conflict. That's the people who should be on here. So you know, there's people. There, I definitely belong. There's people that. who fight, but I mean, there's people who fight other fans, and that's fine. They can fight other fans. Um, but you know, when they're when they're constantly fighting with with Bronco fans, that's that's when they get on here. So and especially if you're from out of state, from from out of state. Man, you're gonna you're gonna make this list if you if you're a shithead. So um, we'll get that going. We got some good nominations, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll get that up on the uh, up on the Twitter for you. So what else do we got, fellas? What else do we got to talk about? The Nuggets. You want to talk about the Nuggets real quick? We're over an hour, so we should probably you know keep it tight. Well, let's uh, let's touch on the Nuggets. I I did want to get a segment in that we call uh, headlines to yard lines oh yeah um you know because it's important john we we get so caught up in the in the world of sports that uh sometimes we don't keep abreast of what's happening around the world the the important things so this combines the two this is uh world headlines combined with football news and it starts like this Resistance in the Syrian city of Aleppo ended last week after years of conflict that culminated in a bloody retreat as insurgents agreed to withdraw in a ceasefire. The Cleveland Browns have apparently also stopped fighting, having not claimed a single victory yet in 2016. That's true. That is true. A 1,102-pound woman named Iman Ahmed, hopes soon to travel from her home in Egypt to Mumbai, India, for emergency treatment from Dr. Mazouf Azel Lakdawala, who learned about her plight via social media. 
And if her journey is a success, it could pave the way for the ladies of Kansas City to travel to Oakland to see their Super Bowl hopeful Chiefs battle the Raiders in Week 16. <laughs> Jesus. Wisdom, the albatross, the world's oldest known breeding bird in the wild, has laid an egg at age 66 after returning to a wildlife refuge in the Pacific. Meanwhile, Roger Goodell's London schedule continues to lay eggs in the Atlantic. More than 200 employees of technology companies, including Google, Twitter, and Salesforce.com, pledged Tuesday not to help the U.S. President-elect Donald Trump build a data registry to track people based on their religion, which is not cool now that Tim Tebow's not in the NFL anymore. <laughs> <sighs> Iceland, deep, Iceland Deep Drilling Project, a collaboration between scientists, industry, and the Icelandic government, hopes to soon reach completion of the hottest, deepest borehole in the world, hoping to bring steam from a well back to the surface to provide energy for Iceland. And Thursday night football will reach rock bottom tomorrow night as the Seattle Seahawks are favored by nearly wow. 15 points versus... <laughs> the L.A. Rams. It's a deep borehole. I thought you were going in a different direction with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Seriously, the Rams <laughs> versus the Seahawks <laughs> at Seattle on Thursday night? Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's terrible. I, the 15 points may not be enough. First 15 time, and a half. <laughs> first time head coach on a short week. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Oh, it's going to be awesome. You want to talk we? about the Nuggets, Colin? Good stuff. Yeah, talk about the Nuggets real quick. Well, I do we'll want to talk up. about the Nuggets. I, I I, want to love them. I want to love them. There's so many. I mean, first of all, and, and just as a quick aside, John, you bitch a lot about the NHL schedule. Yeah, the schedulers. Yeah. Uh, the NBA schedulers have done an absolutely amazing job this year. There's like five to ten games every night. Um, they've just spread it out better than ever. They're, they're it for DFS. It's beautiful. Um, but for being a Nuggets fan, it's also beautiful because you can all but count on them playing once every other night, sometimes a couple nights in a row. And they're so abysmal. It's so brutal to watch. They they, they are disconjointed. They are not playing any defense. They turn the ball over. They're sloppy and. I know, Jake, having spoken to you in the past, you're a huge fan of Mike Malone and what he's brought to the table um, as, as somebody who was a big fan of George Carl and what he brought to the table, namely a decade of straight playoff appearances. Please explain to me why this team should be sticking with this fucking guy. Because he's not the problem. The problem is the roster, right? So the problem is not Michael Malone. What, what, what Michael Malone did last year is he came in and immediately changed the culture in the organization. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Right now, I'm starting to see some things slide more in the direction of the Brian Shaw era, which scares the hell out of me, and it should scare Nuggets fans. Turnovers. 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 Are, are all he talks problem. about are turnovers, and they keep doing it. So if, he, if all he talks about as a head coach, that's his major thing turnovers if he continues to grab about turnovers and it continues to happen what is going on well the issue though back to your question the turnovers are a huge issue for this team emmanuel mudia has been a massive disappointment so far this year that's one of their problems but it's not their biggest problem they have their roster it turns out is really poorly designed um i i looked at that roster on the offseason and i saw jamal murray i saw gallo i saw chandler healthy i was like all right this team 
could move in the right direction. I've been right on a few things. Jamal Murray is fantastic. He is going to be a really good player in this league for a long time. He, he And he wants to play, which for is great. For someone else. May, well, we'll see. The thing that they have to do, they've got too much... There, there are too many similar players. You have to move... Got to blow it up, quite frankly. The thing that never happened after George Carl got so fired, are the playoffs out of the question? No, this year? of course not. It's still way early. They could make a run in January, and we could be all back on board the, the hype train. But they have to make a move, and they have to do it soon. The first thing they have to do, and they have to do it yesterday, is trade Kenneth Fareed. The guy has to be gone, and he has to be gone sooner rather they than later. They should have done that long time ago. And they've right? been trying to, but they valued him too high. I think finally now their val- their, their price tag on him is going to come down considerably. Hmm. I think he's part of a package is what winds up happening, and they'll move a couple other pieces, maybe even a big name like a Gallo or a or, – or, no, probably not Chandler, but a Gallo, a Nurkic, one of those guys. Jokic, I think, is safe. Murray is safe. Hernan Gomez is safe. There are, but maybe those are the only three. Hey, unfortunately, unfortunately, Moody is safe. I mean, they're not going to eh, trade him. You never I, know. I, don't be so sure about know. that. Don't be so sure the, about one, that. One rumor I've heard floated out there has a deal for John Wall coming down. Yeah, the ringer was all over oh, that. Oh, man, yeah. that would be that would be so fucking awesome. Yeah, the the, the, the It was like Nokic and Chandler and Moody for Wall and, and Washington, Taco Bell. Washington would never do that. Um you got to trade Kenneth Fareed. That guy's a cancer in the locker room. He's bad for the organization. He doesn't fit on this team. He's a whiner. He's uh, happy he's, when he, he's happy when he's getting his minutes. He's not when he's not. Yeah, he's he, he's he's a head case too. Uh, he's just he's bad for the team. You got to move. Both on. his moms are both of his dads are moms. I mean, <laughs> things will drive you nuts. Um, uh, so you got to make gotta, you crazy. You got to move Fareed. You got to you got to find guys who want to play. I've advocated just blow it up. That's the thing that never happened after George Carl got fired. They tried to do a half rebuild because Josh Kroenke came in and thought that he was going to be, you know, the Billy Bean of the NBA. Josh has a huge hand in this team. I don't I don't think people really understand that. But Josh Kroenke he is loves a, basketball. Josh Kroenke is like one A. If Tim Connolly might actually be one A and Josh might be one, he has an enormous influence on how that team is run, and and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. I think, the, but the thing that they never did was was just blow the thing up. They never blew up the organization when George got fired. They thought they could just replace the head coach, add a couple of pieces here or there, run a different style of offense, and it would work out. And that hasn't been the case. They, uh, Brian Shaw was a disaster. That that's the thing though with Michael Malone, people. I think still connect George Carl with the Nuggets too much. That was almost ten years, years of playoff. Appearances. I'm not saying it wasn't ten great. Years. I'm not saying it wasn't great. But but that was almost four years ago now. The, the Nuggets have moved on past that. The Brian Shaw era. Brian Shaw decimated that organization. The culture was changed over the course of his tenure here in a terrible direction. One, two, three, six weeks is something that this town should never forget about. That's how bad it got that that team was quitting publicly under Brian Shaw. That has not happened under Michael Malone. He is a disciplinarian in a different kind of way. When he got in, he changed the culture. He said, look, you're either going to step up and play or you're not going to play. And he's been struggling this year. I think early in the season he struggled to find a lineup he likes, and he's still struggling because guys don't want to play on this team. And it's getting to the point where his message isn't getting through to certain guys. A trade 
has to happen, and it has to happen soon. I don't even care what the Nuggets get in return. As, as long, long as, as they shake things up. Yeah, as long as they're guys who want to play. You have to get rid of some of the roster stacking. You have to move Nurkic. You have to – I like Nurkic, but you have to move him. Jokic is your guy at the five. You have to move Fareed. You probably should move Gallo, who's been a massive disappointment this year. And you hope that – And will be a star somewhere. Maybe. And he'll be a star somewhere. We'll be watching right. him. He'll be an MVP candidate, and he'll you, be fucking that's great. beautiful get, get him out of here. Um, what about what, what, what about your squad? I mean, it's the same thing. Isn't with, the, it? with the Avs? Yeah. To me, there are a lot of parallels. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I don't know. I keep coming back to it being, you know, what's if you look at the Rams – and what they 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 give they give him an extension and then fire him a couple of days later like i don't know i don't know if they know what they're doing and so that's that should that should make everybody that invests in these teams to have pause because you think, oh my God, they let Jeff Fisher just run this into the ground, and they gave him more money, and then fired him. I wish him. we had an Arsenal fan in here yeah. to buy more Arsenal. I mean, so. but you, I think Crocky knows what you what they're doing. You look at you look at Arsenal, the success that that group has had. They've done well. They've won championships with Crocky in the past. It's just a matter of right now things are tough because they're trying to find they're they're, they're trusting their personnel guys to do good work, and their personnel guys have struggled. Joe Sackick has has been a disappointment. I think as a GM for the Avs, John, you would speak better to that probably than I could because you pay closer attention. But I'm getting to the point where Patrick Waugh, Patrick Waugh may have been right about the core of this of I, that Avs team. I think that uh, see that's the whole thing about that is that I think that they 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 decided on a direction, and Patrick Waugh was like. I don't like this direction. I'm leaving. And um, I think they're realizing that that direction is probably um, not the way to go. And I think they they kept if you if you listen to like diehard like as fans who like don't want to trade anyone who yeah. like you you bring up the mere suggestion of trading someone. They go, no, no, you can't. No, no, that's just stupid. They freak out because they they. They're they're in that mindset too of no we got to stick with these guys because these are our guys and this core is great the core is not good they're no. they're very they're very untalented and you have to get rid what? of some of these guys you you watch the Avs more than I do what happened to Nathan McKinnon what happened to him what do you mean what happened to well, him well is he he's not the player that he was in his rookie year oh no he's he's awesome is he okay he's awesome the good. other night I, I just haven't had time to watch the, the other night he um got a stick in the face yeah. while he was carrying the puck. He staggered for a second and then kept going and then scored and it was it was glorious. I don't think I've ever seen a better rookie season out of a player. No, than he it, had but but I think maybe year. their team was probably a little bit better then yeah. too. And he's very good, but I almost think they should trade him because nah. he's he's great, but he's just gonna waste away here. And if they, they could get a haul for him and they could rebuild. So again, but the Nuggets, they need to rebuild and they may not before last year last year they could have maybe gotten they could have moved Duchesne or Landeskog. I don't think anybody wants those guys now. Eh, maybe maybe Duchesne. I think Duchesne would be really good on a on a good team. Um, but they they just need to move somebody <clears throat> and get uh, and get something returned. And McKinnon might be that guy. Now that's your first round pick, your overall number one pick. It's sad to say, and people would freak out, but that's the only person you're going to get value from is from him. The sad thing is, is that we're talking about all these things that are just like you know, basically you know, burn it down and start over again. And if the Broncos don't make the playoffs, it's all we have to look forward to until 
your Colorado Rockies. My Colorado Rockies start. Yeah. So 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 let that hot stove keep you guys warm out there, and um, we'll um, we'll we'll keep you posted on that and see how the Rockies shake out. I hope the Rockies do more. I I, I, I was, hope the Broncos make the playoffs because I, I like football. I think the Broncos might make. I think they still stand a chance to make the playoffs. Whether where like they, eating bad they, food, drinking beer, oh, and yeah. watching football. They got to win two of the next three. Absolutely. They have, oh, they have yeah, to win two sure. out of the next three. Um, so do they? No. I, I think they could. I don't think they're going to beat the Pats, but I think they can beat the Chiefs and the Raiders. And um, I know they're going to beat the Raiders. There's a way they can they can there's a way they can go 11 and five and win out the next three. But if I'm a betting man, this just feels like an eight and eight team. Just with the schedule, the last. So you you think zero and three? You're predicting zero. I'm not predicting zero and three. It feels like that right now. I don't. I haven't made a pick yet for the Patriots game. I I need to finish. I think the worst you could say is one and two, and one and two they don't make the playoffs. So no. I, yeah, I think they got to, they got to win at least two, and um, I think they can do it. I think that um, the Chiefs look really good the last couple of weeks. Um, they're but, no longer not a fraud. Nah, I don't know. I mean, the, I, the, I honestly the, don't. The Broncos I, almost I, beat them. I, I, I honestly think the Chiefs are not a fraud anymore. The Broncos essentially did. Beat they them. essentially did. The Chiefs are good. Don't get me wrong. That, I think, like, I, that loss. I think is, the Chiefs. That are, loss is when the Manning era ended. I think that the Chiefs are loss. better than the than the Raiders. Let's put it that way. Um, I think De- I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Alex Smith. What? But I think overall the, the the Chiefs are a better team are, than are the Raiders. You, Colin, are you talking the the four interception loss when the Manning era ended? No. No, that oh, loss, oh this season, this oh, season. This, okay. That's that's when officially, Sorry, and, yeah, and yeah, I refer yeah, to them, yeah, 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 yeah. I, this being the overflow gotcha, of that. Gotcha. That's when the playoff era ended. Yep. Was that loss to Kansas City at home? And um, it, it, as exciting a game as that was, it was a loss. The Bronco, and I think listen, that was a, listen, that the, Bron- was the, the Broncos record. will be will be right back in it next year once once they they tweak some. But things. will they? Uh, yes, I believe they there, will. Our, I, let me say this: there could be big changes on the horizon for the Broncos. And that's good. They need they not need, not need. Elway level changes. Close. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Off well, there. listen, uh, guy incognito who's now made the uh, the worst Bronco fan list. Yeah. He yeah. he started trolling people this week and saying uh, Elway was on the hot seat. Elway was in the hot seat. He's oh, not he on the hot seat. And, and, oh, people, he is. And, and people were like, people were like, where did you hear this? Where are your sources? And they was like, this is ridiculous. How can you say this? And they just he just kept going he, with it. Oh, that's awesome. He is down to one year on his contract. He's been in L.A. a lot lately too. Like during the week, TMZ keeps catching him coming out of bars and restaurants in Los Angeles. <laughs> wouldn't you? Shocking. Would, yeah, wouldn't you too? I'd be there all. The time. And I'm kind of drinks. Well, we'll Elway. see. <laughs> no way, Elway leaves. Elway he, likes booze and blowjobs. He's, he's an icon here. He could have a job till till he uh, till his liver falls out his ass, and he 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 will take that. He will take that job. So. He w- he would not leave the Broncos to go somewhere else. He's only going to leave the Broncos to become governor of Colorado. Yeah, yeah that's, that's gonna all he's so, going to do. Hey, let's get out of here. We got to we got to wrap it up and uh, get this show uh, get this show out to the people and uh, and uh, so um, we can we can uh, get on with Handsome Tom week. I know I've got to go. I know I got to go towel off pretty soon <laughs> thinking about Handsome Tom. I know when the Broncos play him it's it's a it's a pleasure and pain because I'm I'm watching the Broncos which I love to do. I'm watching Handsome Tom which I love to do, but the Broncos might be losing which is which is pain, but Tom's in 
inflicting that pleasure and pain. So that's why I like it so much. Mm. It's it's wonderful. So, mm. uh, oh yeah, it's awesome. So uh, so Jake, thanks for coming in again. Yeah, man. Uh, Fifty two eighty Sportsnet, and um, you and, and you're on with Vic. Uh, does he does he let you talk at all? Yeah, or is he behind the scenes. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah, oh, really? eight forty five a.m. Coffee break with Jake. I do birthdays and stuff like that, and we talk some awesome. sports during that that's segment. Great. And I also because James is out of town right now, so I'm doing some other on air stuff too. But great show coming up. I know folks will probably it already be done by this, but for you guys, great show coming up tomorrow. We've got Shelly Smith from ESPN. Mm-hmm. We've got Tom Curran from ESPN. And we've got also a guy named Paul Fitzy Fitzgerald. Fitzy from YouTube, if you search him. He's a big Patriots fan. Going to come on do a segment with us called Behind Enemy Lines. He and Vic are going to yell at each other. Wow, Great. that sounds something. Something. That's that's something. That sounds I'll like s- something. Yeah. It'll be fun. Okay, good. Good stuff. Well, All right. well, thanks for coming in, Jake. Appreciate it. Keep Keep up the good work. We'll, we'll be watching. Um, and if anybody has any more late additions to the uh, Worst Bronco Fans bracket, uh, let us know. And um, we're almost there. I think we need like two more and we'll be we'll be good to go. So, uh, But, hey, good times. Thanks for uh, tuning in. It's been great to see you fellas. And uh, until next time, it's been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you, Denver! Hey, child, I am told. Give her my heart, but she wanted my soul. Don't think twice, it's alright. So long, honey, babe. Where I'm bound, I can't tell. Goodbyes to the good words. Studies have shown that short periods of sleep during the day can drastically reduce the incidence of some minor illnesses. And that's why I'm here to introduce you to a brand new fruit. It's called the Cinco Napo. This fruit makes you fall asleep and then wakes you up after only about 15 minutes. This is a truly amazing fruit. First, the apples are injected with a mild bowel irritant. Then the apples are dipped in a sleeping gel and set in the sun to dry. Simply take a few bites from the apple and it knocks you out. Oh, me so sleepy. The apple juice sits in your stomach and then starts to gently irritate the bowels. So you wake up. You may want to wear your deep pants. Yeah. After all, a apple a day and a good nap a day will keep me away. Mm, my bowels. Mm, mm. Great job.